0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Epstein Chronicles. The Wall Street Journal has a new article out talking about Jeffrey Epstein's private calendar and some of the names that were found within that calendar. Well, a lot of these names are shocking to people who have not been following along with the story, but those of us who have been following along for all of these years, none of these names are new to us. We have heard these names before, we've discussed their role in Jeffrey Epstein's operation before, and now finally, after years, it looks like the legacy media is getting around to discussing the same stuff. So let's get into this article from the Wall Street Journal, and let's see what they're talking about. Headline, Epstein's private calendar reveals prominent names, including CIA chief, Goldman's top lawyer. Well, shocking, huh? People in the financial sector and people in intelligence hanging out with Epstein. I mean, I am absolutely shocked, folks. Who the hell could have seen any of this coming? This article was authored by Khadijah Safdar and David Benoit. The nation's spy chief, a longtime college president, and top women in finance. The circle of people who associated with Jeffrey Epstein years after he was a convicted sex offender is wider than previously reported, according to a trove of documents that include his schedules. No, it's been reported, just not in the legacy media. There have been plenty of people talking about all of this for a very, very long time. And now that it's in the Wall Street Journal, maybe some folks who weren't willing to listen before are going to be willing to listen now. William Burns, director of the Central Intelligence Agency since 2021, that means currently folks, had three meetings scheduled with Epstein in 2014 when he was deputy secretary of state. The documents show... They first met in Washington, and then Mr. Burns visited Epstein's townhouse in Manhattan. So why is the top spy in the world, the top guy in the CIA, hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein? And while we're at it, can somebody ask Junior Soprano Biden, during one of his brief moments of lucidity, why he would hire Jeffrey Epstein's buddy to run the CIA? I think that's a pretty logical question that should be asked, no? And also, is there going to be this big uproar for Burns to resign like we saw with other people, like with Alex Acosta? You would think that if there's some consistency in the legacy media, that's what they'd be calling for, but they won't. They're not going to do it. And it's all about politics, folks, because if it wasn't, you'd hear about Bill Richardson. You'd hear about George Mitchell. You'd hear about... Bill Clinton more. You'd hear about all of these people that were in positions of power around Jeffrey Epstein that are still power brokers to this day. But you don't hear any of that, right? All of the talk is about Alexander Acosta. And while Alexander Acosta certainly deserves his share of the blame, he certainly wasn't the maestro or the architect that put all of this into motion. Meanwhile, you have all of these powerful people that are hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein and then still find themselves and their way right back into government. Bill Richardson working with Brittany Griner. You have um, William Burns, who is the CIA director. You had Eric Landers, who was a science advisor. All of these people that have ties to Epstein, and I don't see anybody who was yipping and hawing for five, six years previously going crazy about this stuff. And that's because it doesn't fit their political narrative, right? The last thing they want to do is have Joe Biden exposed as somebody who's hiring Jeffrey Epstein's friends. And watch, nothing will come from this. All of the same people that were going crazy over Acosta, they'll be quiet about this. Mark my words. The nation's spy chief, a longtime college president, and top women in finance. The circle of people who associated with Jeffrey Epstein, years after he was a convicted sex offender, is wider than previously reported, according to a trove of documents that include his schedules. William Burns, director of the Central Intelligence Agency since 2021, had three meetings scheduled with Epstein in 2014 when he was deputy secretary of state, the documents show. They first met in Washington, and then Mr. Burns visited Epstein's townhouse in Manhattan. I'm sure they were just talking about the weather, and I'm sure that Jeffrey Epstein was never an asset of the U.S. government and never worked for the CIA. Kathleen Rumler, a White House counsel under President Barack Obama, had dozens of meetings with Epstein in the years after her White House service and before she became a top lawyer at Goldman Sachs Group Incorporated in 2020. You see what's going on here, right, folks? Another financial sector scoundrel working for a president, working with Jeffrey Epstein. And where's the outrage? Again, you have Barack Obama's lawyer here working and hanging out with Epstein dozens and dozens and dozens of times. And there's no rage. There's no Miami Herald, big, gigantic article about it. I want the same level of coverage that we saw with Acosta. That's the kind of coverage that something like this deserves, but we're not going to see that coverage because it destroys the narrative of these clowns in the legacy media. He also planned for her to join a 2015 trip to Paris and the 2017 visit to Epstein's private island in the Caribbean. Leon Botstein, the president of Bard College, invited Epstein, who brought a group of young female guests, to the campus. Noam Chomsky, a professor, author, and political activist, was scheduled to fly with Epstein to have dinner at Epstein's Manhattan townhouse in 2015. Chomsky, another degenerate. And also completely overrated as a political analyst in my opinion as well. None of their names appear in Epstein's now public black book of contacts or in the public flight logs of passengers who traveled on his private jet. The documents show that Epstein arranged multiple meetings with each of them after he had served jail time in 2008 for a sex crime involving a teenage girl and was a registered sex offender. So what's the excuse? Why are you hanging out with a dude who's already a registered sex offender and not just that, but a registered sex offender with a teenager? So you're going to go and hang out with this dude and go eat his food and hang out at his house and get a quote-unquote massage and then think nobody's going to have any questions about that? And furthermore... Nobody's going to have any questions about the current head of the CIA who was palling around with Jeffrey Epstein. That's not something that should be discussed in every outlet, especially considering all of the rumors about Jeffrey Epstein's ties to intelligence. And I know there's a lot of people out there that want to believe it's the Mossad here, but I have a hard time believing that. Now, they might have been part of the operation, but if you think the Mossad is up to anything in the United States without the CIA knowing, you are out to lunch. The CIA knows all. These dudes are not messing around. And a guy like William Burns going over to Epstein's house, that's big news, folks. And that's something that should be talked about a little bit more and perhaps even talked about in Congress or in the Senate. You want to have hearings? Well, let's have some motherfucking hearings. Let's see how quick all of your favorite politicians will be to jump on that horse. The documents don't reveal the purpose of most of the meetings. The Wall Street Journal couldn't verify whether every scheduled meeting took place. Most of the people told the journal they visited Epstein for reasons related to his wealth and connections. Several said they thought they had, that he had served his time and rehabilitated himself. Mr. Botstein said he was trying to get Epstein to donate to his school. Mr. Chomsky said he and Epstein discussed political and academic topics. Yeah, because Jeffrey Epstein was such an academic. Go get stuffed, Noam Chomsky, you douche. Mr. Burns met with Epstein about a decade ago as he was preparing to leave government service, said CIA spokeswoman Tammy Kupperman Thorpe. The director did not know anything about him other than that he was introduced as an expert in the financial services sector and offered general advice on transition to the private sector, she said. They had no relationship. So you mean the guy who's running the CIA now Couldn't even be bothered to go do a basic Google search to see who Jeffrey Epstein was, huh? You want me to buy that? And if that's the case, he needs to be removed right now as the director of the CIA. Because if you can't even vet who you're going into a meeting with, you have no business running the spy agency that is running the world. If you can't engage in some basic vetting, you shouldn't even be running an ice cream. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Latham & Watkins LLP, and didn't travel with them, a Goldman Sachs spokesman said. Epstein introduced her to potential legal clients such as Microsoft Corp. Founder Bill Gates, the spokesman said. I regret ever knowing Jeffrey Epstein, Ms. Rumler said. Oh, I bet you do. A spokeswoman for Latham & Watkins said Epstein wasn't a client of the firm, and while... This is not a good look for the law firm or for Rumler. It's way worse when the head of the CIA was at Jeffrey Epstein's house. You mean to tell me that's okay? How is that okay with anybody out there? In 2006, Epstein was publicly accused of sexually abusing girls in Florida who were as young as 14 years old. The Federal Bureau of Investigation and Police investigated, and Epstein reached a deal with prosecutors in 2008. He avoided federal charges, and pleaded guilty to soliciting and procuring a minor for prostitution. He registered as a sex offender and served about 13 months in a work-release program. But the head of the CIA didn't know this, folks, okay? Your head of the CIA, the guy Joe, Jr. Soprano Biden, selected to run the CIA, had no idea that Jeffrey Epstein was a sex offender or a molester. Epstein's case generated waves of media coverage at the time, with publications in the U.S. and abroad reporting on the accusations from underage girls and young women. In 2006, several politicians returned donations from Epstein. Some associates moved to distance themselves from him. His biggest known client, retail billionaire Leslie Wexner, later said he cut ties in 2007. His bank, J.P. Morgan Chase & Company, later said it closed its accounts in 2013, though some bankers continued to meet with him for years after. In 2015, Virginia Roberts publicly accused Epstein of sexually abusing and trafficking her when she was a teen and forcing her to have sex with influential people, including Prince Andrew. And Bill Richardson, let's not forget him, or George Mitchell. Why do they always leave those two guys out? Could it possibly be because of their prominence in politics? Hmm, possible. Despite the negative press, Epstein's days were filled from morning to night with meetings with prominent people. The documents show there were dinners at New York restaurants, meetings at luxury hotels, and gatherings in the offices of prominent law firms. Many appointments were held at Epstein's townhouse in Manhattan, the same place where a lot of these girls were abused. Prosecutors alleged in 2019 that the townhouse is where Epstein sexually abused female victims for years, many underage, and that he paid some of them to recruit their friends to engage in sexual activity. After the Miami Herald reported that dozens of women said they were abused Prosecutors charged Epstein in 2019 with a sex trafficking conspiracy. Funny, right? A conspiracy means more than one person engaging in these crimes. So where are the other arrests? Epstein couldn't be engaged in a conspiracy by himself, right? So that would mean that there were other people actively working with him. And it wasn't just Ghislaine Maxwell. After the Miami Herald reported that dozens of women said they were abused, Prosecutors charged Epstein in 2019 with a sex trafficking conspiracy. He died that year in a New York jail while awaiting trial in what the city's medical examiner said was a suicide. Mr. Burns, 67 years old, a career diplomat and former ambassador to Russia, had meetings with Epstein in 2014 when Burns was Deputy Secretary of State. A lunch was planned that August at the office of law firm Steptoe & Johnson in Washington. Epstein scheduled two evening appointments that September with Mr. Burns at his townhouse. The documents show, after one of the scheduled meetings, Epstein planned for his driver to take Mr. Burns to the airport. Mr. Burns recalls being introduced in Washington by a mutual friend and meeting Epstein once briefly in New York, said Miss Thorpe. The director does not recall any further contact, including receiving a ride to the airport. She said, oh no, I'm sure none of that happened. I'm sure he never met Epstein and all of this is just a big mistake. The following month, October 2014, Mr. Burns stepped down from his role at the State Department to serve as president of the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace, a think tank. He ran the Carnegie Endowment until he was nominated in early 2021 by President Biden to serve as CIA director. So again, where's the outrage? Where are all of the critical articles about Joe Biden selecting somebody that was palling around with Jeffrey Epstein to run the CIA? You would think that these articles would be everywhere littering the media, but they're not. Just like the articles exposing Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton's deep ties. To Jeffrey Epstein are far and few between. And you would think, with all of those ties that you can actually trace between the Clintons and Jeffrey Epstein, that this would be a bigger story. But it's not. Instead, the Clintons continuously get a pass. They're invited onto the Bill Maher show, they're brought out on the campaign trail, and all of the rest of it. So they're never going to get called out on the carpet for their bullshit. And I highly doubt Mr. Burns will either. All right, folks, that's going to wrap up part one of this article, and in the next episode, we'll finish it off. All of the information that goes with the episode can be found in the description box.